Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 638 of Cognitive Dissonance. Cecil. Tom, I wanted, yes, I wanted to start the, the episode today talking about a story we did last week. And when we did the story last week, we talked about a 10-year-old girl who was raped. Uh, and that 10-year-old girl had to travel out of state from Ohio to, to Indiana to get an abortion. Right. Uh, the story was in The Guardian. It was in The Independent. It was in like five or six different places. Right. What happened immediately afterwards was the right-wing media immediately said the story's fake. They talked to the AG in Ohio, and that AG had said, I haven't heard of any kind of arrests. This is a fake story. Tucker Carlson on his show came out and called it a fake story. I'm I'm paraphrasing, but I think he pretty much called it a lie or a fake story. He said yeah. it was as much. I mean, and I don't think, I think I might be using softer language than he used. Oh, shit. So- I mean, I watched the the short softer clip. Softer than lie, and I think he said it was a fake story. <clears throat> wow, I'm pretty sure he said it was a fake story. So on our on this on the comment thread on YouTube, uh, sometimes I go check it out because the best part is they just filter out those bad comments the best. Sometimes bad comments get through, and so a couple people had questioned whether or not this story was true. And there's, I think, a good faith and a bad faith way to do that. Uh, the good faith way, I think, would be to ask. How well is this story sourced? Right. And when you do read the story, it reminds me of when we had a conversation a while back about Rolling Stone. Yeah, and I they had that. said that there was a couple of people like that were shot that couldn't get into the emergency room mm -hmm. because they were there was too many COVID cases right, in Oklahoma. Right. Well, they only talked to one guy and no one else could corroborate that information. And so the story that came out was initially, it was initially a story and you're like, oh, it's a story. And then it, it came out as a headline and then it, it, it was nothing. It was gone. It was yeah. essentially nothing. Yeah. And they had to retract pretty much the whole thing. They basically said, yeah, we, could, we couldn't really, only one person had said this. And so- Really, there's a way to reach out to us and say, hey, you know, there might only been one source on that. And I think that's valid criticism on how to how to look at a story, right? Because there's only one source and it's the woman who gave the abortion, right? There's no police report. There's no other things. And admittedly, you're trying to keep this a little secret because it's a child and you don't want to like yeah. blow up the thing. The, the Guardian can't interview yeah. a fifth grader. You can't interview a kid. Right? I get it. I get yeah. it. And I understand that. Right. But I think that's the only good faith way to approach that. The bad faith way to approach it is to immediately say the story's fake. When are you going to offer a retraction? And one thing we do on this show very often is you and I will talk about a story, but only talk about it in the sense of 
Why does this matter in Thank policy you. reasons, yes. right? Why do we talk about a story? We don't talk about the very nuts and bolts all the time about a specific case. What happens is you yes. and I will, will have a conversation about, well, you know, <clears throat> look at what this does for other places. For instance, in that story, they talked to a, a Dakota governor and we were like, oh yeah, fucking Dakota governor wouldn't, they would have a real, real moral quandary if this were to happen in their mm -hmm. state because they pretty right. much said all fucking rapes are beautiful, you know? So, right. so there's, so there's Fuck. really genuine, no, I'm not even yeah, kidding. I, like right. that's not, like that's right. not even, like that shouldn't be controversial. That's pretty much what she right. said. So like the idea that, that, that we don't like, we're talking about something completely different. We're talking about the case, but then we're talking about it in broad strokes. Yeah. And one of the reasons you want to come on our page and you want to tell us it's fake is so that you can throw out the entire conversation. So you could say, it's a fake story. That's You're exactly not worth it. listening to. You're not worth listening to because you just lied to me and nothing you say matters. And it's like, hey man, even if it came out that it wasn't true, you still have that North Dakota woman or that South Dakota woman saying that that, that uh, governor saying yeah. I would like this. She yes. would have to have the baby in our state. So that, that and that's that's an important. It's it's really important. So we are not when when just so people understand, you should not look to us for the news. So don't look to us for the news. The Guardian is not a junk news site, right? Yeah. So I think that when we offer commentary on the news, we do it in good faith. We try to find good, high-quality sources. If those sources turn out to be wrong, then we will come back as soon as we're as soon as we always but, do. But but understand that correction isn't to me because I am not the reporter, right? But then the second question you have to ask, should, you should be asking is, what about the commentary? Yeah, and you're exactly right. The commentary here is about the horror of not allowing yeah. abortion yeah. in a state, in an entire state. If that story were not true, you then have to ask yourself, oh, I guess that doesn't, do you not believe that children get raped? Right, right, yeah. Because children get raped. Children fucking get raped and they become pregnant as a result of that rape. That is a true fact that happens. So even if this story were not true, this story is simply an illustrative example yeah. that happened to be fortuitously timed. And that's why I chose it in our show notes yeah. Yeah. in order for us to make, to your point, the larger point of the danger and the horror of outlawing abortion. Sure. You, you gain nothing in terms of invalidating the commentary if this one illustrative example isn't true because it's not unique, yeah. right? And exactly. An, an illustrative exactly example, right. if you can throw it away because it's in, it's it's unique, yeah. then you can throw away the commentary sure. attached to it, and you should. But if you're going to be intellectually honest with yourself, you should say, is this illustrative of a larger, broader yeah. social issue? If I were to say, Cecil, if we, if we were to have a conversation about uh, police violence, right? And I were to grab a story about police violence and I were to throw it up on the big screen and we were to talk about it. We were to have a commentary that really is using this as an example in order to provide a meta commentary about the state of policing sure. in America, yeah. right? And then that story turned out to be untrue. It literally would not matter to the meta commentary. Yeah. Understand that there's a difference between Absolutely. the meta commentary yeah. and then the specific uniqueness of a commentary.
If you can't parse those out, fucking shame on you for being an intellectual weakling. Yeah. That's easy shit, it's easy. you dumb motherfuckers. And I, and I gotta say, it's, it's fucking easy. And the reason why you want to push back on this story and you don't want it to be motivated. true. Because you're motivated yeah. for it not to be true. And here's what I want to say. There's two stories that came out this week. One is the guy who did it confessed. Yep. He's a 27-year-old dude. He he raped a 10-year-old. At well, the time, he raped a nine-year-old. Nine year old. And she had the baby, or she had the abortion when she was 10. So he raped a nine-year-old, okay? And then- And they took DNA and samples. And they took DNA yep. samples. So we'll find out it's DNA, but but also the 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 victim also said it was him. Yeah. So it's Now been, we know yeah. that there is a 10-year-old girl yeah. who, was ra- who yeah. was pregnant. Yeah. All you need is a 10-year-old pregnant girl to know there was a rape. Yeah. Right? Shit. Yeah, no, because there's no- there, You can't yeah. turn up pregnant at 10 and not have been raped. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's a fucking impossible. True. That's 100% true. Right. The other thing is, is that the AG of, I think it's the AG of Indiana is now going after this doctor. How fucking insane is this? And that's the other thing too, is like, like, look, I know you got, I know the right doesn't want this to be true for so many reasons, yep. right? You want it to be true because what you want to do is you want to demonize abortion. You want to say every, every woman out there is having a, like a late term abortion and they're doing it because they're just like bored for a weekend. And it's like, go and get a pedicure <laughs> or something like you have some weird fucking narrative in your head that you got to try to fit. And that's fine. Right. You're, you're, you're completely fucking crazy. Like you're yeah. a complete crazy person, but this this is fucking, this is disgusting. Him coming after this person. Oh, you got to call this story up. This is exactly, yeah. this is exactly. The Republican AG says he'll investigate Indiana doctor who provided care to 10-year-old rape victim. Let me read right from this story. There's a quote from this story that I want to read because I have so many problems with everything about this quote. So many problems. Here's what, here's what the attorney general said. He says, we're gathering the evidence as we speak, and we're going to fight this to the end, including looking at her licensure if she failed to report. And in Indiana, it's a crime to intentionally not report. This is a child, and there's a strong public interest in understanding if someone under the age of 16 or under the age of 18 or really any woman is having abortion in our state. Or really any woman is having an abortion in our state. We have a strong public interest to find out if there was an abortion. No, you don't, Indiana. First of all, Indiana, you haven't passed your fucking anti-abortion law. I know. You haven't passed Not that yet. law. They will, this, but they haven't yet. Think about what's being said. We talked about this last time, but I just think this is so important and never let go of. Never let it go. The state has an important state interest in violating your privacy. That is what they're saying. They are saying that the state has a compelling yes. state interest exactly in destroying your right to privacy. Yeah. How the fuck can anybody be okay with that? Yeah. We have, it without a right to privacy, we have no liberty. Yeah. We do not have liberty. When the state can say, hey, you know what? Even though this isn't illegal in our state, I know. the state has a, a right to know and, and if at, somebody was fucking pregnant. And look at what they're going to do. They're going to try to go after her license yeah. for providing relief for a 10-year-old girl who got raped in another state because she couldn't get relief there. Dude, what... In what world is somebody living where they think that a 10-year-old, a 10-year-old in Illinois, do you know how old you have to be to babysit or to be left alone? If I were to go grocery shopping and want to leave- 14? 14, which means a 10-year-old girl in Ohio and soon Indiana would be required to have a baby she was not allowed to legally babysit. 
Jesus Christ. In what world is a fifth grader, Jesus a fourth or fifth grader, intellectually, emotionally, psychologically, or physically equipped to have a baby? No, not at all. To care for not a baby? All. Not at all. There's, there's no world. And the thing is, the state is not going to say, oh, we're going to force you to do this, but here's a bunch of resources. No, because they don't give you any. They get, they get zero resources. Yeah, like, but how is a 10-year-old girl able to uh, get wick? Yeah, probably if somebody helps her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or get fucked. Like, this is a fucking fifth grader. Yeah. There's a whole show called Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because no. we understand the fifth grade is so young. It's so fucking young. That's a little kid, man. That's a fucking little, little kid. When I, I like my stepdaughter just graduated, just left fifth grade and graduated fifth grade. She just finished her fifth grade year. Man, she's a little kid. Yeah. Like if she scrapes her knee too hard, she still cries. Sure. Like she's a little she's girl, a little man. Kid. Her body is not, her body, like she gets her period. So like her body, I guess, could become pregnant. Sure. But like, would her body be well equipped to carry a pregnancy to deliver a and, pregnancy? And, she's little, man. She's like and let's, a little kid. And let's stop talking about. I mean, for a second, I know it's a horror, right? It's yeah. a child. But for a second, just think about any person who's forced to have a child. Nobody. Like yes. Any, nobody. Yes. Right? Anyone. Anyone. And then, and then the idea that you're forcing them to have a child that is the product of rape. Right. You know, and forcing them to go through nine months of remembering that, having the child, going through the pain, going through all the, you know, the rehab of getting your body back together after a pregnancy. And there's no guarantee it'll be an easy pregnancy or no, smooth no, or safe because pregnancy. Our, our country doesn't have, you know, there's, there's, it's not a great track record when it comes to pregnancy. We no. don't have a great mortality rate. And pregnancy is fucking dangerous. And fucking pregnancy, die, man. Even when pregnancy isn't dangerous, pregnancy can be miserable. Yeah. We like, had Dr. Jessica and she was saying with like an abortion's way safer. Way, way safer, safer than safer. a pregnancy. And yeah. you're talking about somebody who is a child. Yeah. And so it's all, it's all just compounding how terrible it is. But I definitely wanted to talk about, specifically talk about that sort of comment I, I want to encourage people to tell us when we didn't source something correctly yes, so that please. we can then talk about it and then, then come back the next week and be like, no, it wasn't a fake story. It wasn't real or whatever. I'm happy to do that. We've done it hundreds of times on this show. I don't know, hundreds, maybe dozens of times yeah. on this show. And I'm, so I'm happy to talk about moments like that because that's also very interesting yeah, to us, right? It is. When things like that happen, that's very interesting to us. But the, but to, to come here with bad faith or to come here with motivated reasoning to try to point out that the story's wrong because it makes you feel better about this decision that came out that's taking rights away from women, you're a bad person. Yeah. It was a trick question. The tool most important to humanity's survival wasn't any of the nine in the box. Go on. The most important tool is respect. Ha! Gay! So this story comes from the Daily Beast, and I had to grab this story. There's so much delicious shit in this. Allegations of manosphere pastors gay past royal macho men. What the hell? Cecil, this article made me discover that there's a manosphere, and I that's did, all I, I, I want to talk about. I had all I heard talk about this manosphere. I guess. I, I feel like I've been missing out, Tom. Yeah, there, I, it's the manosphere hands of fate. <laughs> Sometimes those hands get a little handsy, Tom. Turns yeah. out. If you're a flat earther, is it a mano flat? I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't believe in spheres. So if you guys might remember Jesse Peterson. Jesse Peterson is a horrible 
We've had him on the, we, we've, we've covered him we've on the show on the and show. then he just yeah. became so repetitive. He just kept saying the same fucking macho man, misogynist stuff that it, it actually became tiresome yeah. to bother. It was bother racist to too. Yeah. He's super racist. It was like, like yeah. he would say things like he would just talk bad about black people and you yeah. would think, what is wrong with you? And he was just—he was just kind of a psycho. Yeah, he's a total fucking lunatic. But yeah. I guess he's a darling of the right-wing manosphere. Sure. So there's this, and I'm just discovering all this that there there is a right-wing, hyper-masculinized, toxic manosphere of fucking idiots who jerk themselves off over like how fucking tough they are sure. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking you know, lions not sheep right. and all that fucking yeah. nonsense, right? It's like oh. the it's like a big vat attack toxic masculinity. Right. And right? it's all yeah. it's all the weakest the shit weakest you've ever heard. Weakest masculinity you've ever seen it, in your life. Seriously, it is it is the seen. fucking weakest yeah. shit I've ever like, yeah. it's just there's nothing actually it's powerful about and it. embarrassing. It is so and, cringy, man. And it's, and it's so it's so like it has no self confidence. That's exactly. And that's, that's exactly. The, and that's it. the problem. Yep. It's this man. It's this masculinity that has no self confidence. Yeah. And there is something about there's something about that that just feels so weak and like I say, so cringy and yeah. so just embarrassing that every time I hear about it, I always think how like if you are a person who follows this and if you're a person who eats this up, I I I can't think that you. I I just feel like. Are you attracted to this because you? It's like projection. You yeah. Know what well, I mean? Yes. I literally just had the same word in my head. Is yeah. that there? You know, I whenever I hear this sort of nonsense, there is never any self reflection. There's never like self reflection is it, absolutely not. It is always this externally focused projection bullshit yeah. that all these people seem like crazy obsessed with, like they're crazy obsessed with the activity and actions of others. Like what other people are yeah. doing? What, what is everybody around me doing? What's happening with somebody else? What is somebody, is somebody else not the right kind of man or that the right kind of woman or fucking? And it's like, why do you fucking care? Yeah. These are not relationships you are in. You are not that man. You don't have to be that person. Like you get to be whatever version of man you want to be. And literally nobody else cares because the only people that give a shit what kind of man I am are the people that are in my life. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Then nobody else is affected by what kind of man the I am. The difference is, the difference, and I think about this, very often they are anti-LGBT too, right? Yes. So they'll be anti-LGBT. Yeah, every time. Every time, right? Very anti-LGBT. Here is what the problem is is that they have to follow a strict set of rules in their private life. So they want to make sure you have to follow the exact same set of rules in your life. Do you think it's because they resent those rules? I think it's because they are trapped in a place where they they have to follow it. So they want to make sure everybody else does too. Um, in some ways, I think it's because they're very ashamed of maybe liking some of those things. Yeah. That happens very often, we find out. And in this particular story, there's many allegations that Jesse Lee Peterson might be uh, might be part of that community and just denying it, right? right? There's a possibility that that's the case. At least there's been several, many, many allegations, not just like one person said right. something. And, and, and really... This is a church fight, right? Like this is a fight yeah, between this people. Is, this, this is that are that are in a church. Right. Like, I don't care. Somebody's trying to take him down. It could be. It could be a smear campaign. I don't know. I don't. I don't care. Literally, doesn't I matter. don't care if he's LGBT at all. Doesn't matter right. to me at all. 
the only thing that matters is, is that he puts it down and attacks it and thinks it's less than. Yeah. And that's the only reason. But I think <clears throat> these people very much are, are stuck because their religion's very, very strict. Yeah. Their ideals are very, very strict. And when they see someone breaking those ideals, they have to stop them from breaking those ideals because they can't have fun. Yes. No one else can too. Man, so I, I, I totally agree that that's where, you know, I, it's, it's funny because when you said like they have to live by these certain rules, I thought, well, I live by a set of rules. But then sure. I thought, and I wrote to, like the rules I write. And that's the difference, yeah. right? It's when, a different set. Like, yeah, you, I, you decide right. your own rules. So I think about what my values are. Yeah. And I think about this in very explicit terms. Sure. And then I, so I think about what my values are. And then I, I create a set of rules around my behavior and my actions and even my thoughts yeah. that that align themselves with the values so that I have in order for me to wake up in the morning and feel like I've done a good job being a good man, sure. right? And the difference is like, I don't resent those rules because I can change them if they don't serve me yeah. or if I find out that they are dysfunctional in some way. And they're rules I got to write, but you're right, man. These rules are externally yeah. imposed on these macho man religious bigots and they resent them because I think very often is the case. We It may not be the case with Jesse Lee Peterson, right? But we've seen a million times these this sure. exact same story play out yeah. where the the most virulently anti-whatever, hyper-masculine whatever turns out to really be desperate to live a different life. Yeah, very they, Desperate they, to they, be a different man. Very often they fall to the demons. Oh, right. Yes. You know, right, right. I succumb to the demons for a little while. I'll tell you what, Tom, as a, as a guy who's, who's, yeah. who's 100% straight and cis, I've never succumbed to the demons. You know Thank what I mean? You can talk about it. Because, like, because yes. I don't have any of those urges. It's not that I'm putting down those urges. Like have whatever urge you want. Like, yeah, like right. as long as nobody's hurt, like have the urge. I'm not putting it down, but I'm saying like, I've never had those urges. Right. So it's like, so like there's no temptation. So there's you're no fighting. temptation. Right. I don't know what you're talking right. about, but that is always the conversation. Is it's the it's so funny how revealing that language is. Yeah. That language is intensely revealing. And they're talking about like succumbing to yeah, temptation. Right. Succumb it's like, well, all right, man. But like, you're, you're talking about you. Yeah. But like, like it's a, like temptation is an individual thing. Right. If you put, if you put a glass of eggnog on the table, I would I not. I undrunk. Right. There's no part no one of in me. the room drinks right. that drink. Like it's literally, I don't even see it as yeah. a food. Yeah. Like I have no idea that the, that's a consumable five, thing. Put five other people on the table and they would they would be rock, paper, scissors, right. see who gets to drink. Andrew Torres yeah, would, drink would shit fucking guzzle sure. that shit yeah. and fucking I don't know anybody else luxuriate. Except, except for Andrew. But I don't know anybody it's, else. It's the only person I know that drinks that. The only that person nonsense. I know. I know that people send us messages and say that they're liars. They are. They're just they're just trying. Nobody likes Andrew Torres is the only bad person that likes it. Nobody likes it. Yeah. Admittedly, nobody likes but, it. But like, that's exactly it. Like it's, it, that is not a temptation for me, but I get that it's a temptation for other people. Yeah. I can, but they always talk about it in those terms. Like, oh, the, the tempting homosexuality. It's like, it's only tempting if you're homosexual. Yeah, it only, it's only tempting if you, if you lean that way, man. Right. Like, which is fucking which fine. Is fine if you lean that way, just fucking be that guy. Just it says, do it. It says a lot about you, what you think right. is tempting. Right? It's, this shit is so yeah. fucking funny. I love that it's boiling up. He got kicked out of their manosphere. Well, that, he got kicked out, dude. And, and this reminds me of all the other church fights we see where this, you know, this could be about money. 
Like it right. might be that there's that there's nothing right. in his past at all. Now there's, like I say, multiple people that have said this, but it might be nothing. It could literally be nothing. And to add to that, there's no, there's no evidence. There's no text there's messages. There's no text messages. And that's I want to be thing, true right? about that. There's, yeah, there's no, no that, and that, and evidence, that's the right? So there's, it might be bullshit. Yeah, it might be bullshit. And what I love though, is that, is that this is, this is a church fight. This is a fight between two people. I think that are trying to fight over money Yeah, and they're trying to fight over influence over a specific group of people and they're going to fight about it. And, and that, ha that happens in all different kinds of subcultures and it's happening here in, in this group. And who knows if it's real or not, right. but what's crazy is if it is real, think of how long that guy has been doing this and how quiet he's been able to keep it. I know. You know, yeah, and, 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 and vociferously yeah. fighting against, against what he is for so long. Right. That's really. And the only reason this matters is because he is influential. Yeah. I didn't know he was influential. Yeah. This article was really revealing because I guess he was a prominent big deal figure yeah, big deal. within this I had no subset idea. of a subset of a no niche of a fucking See, small pond. But the thing is, like, do you remember the guy we had on our show, David Pakman? Do you remember him? Yeah, I remember David Pakman. David Pakman yeah. had a conversation with him. They had like a kind of debate. I mean, it really wasn't, I mean, it wasn't much of a debate because this guy's, uh, this like, guy's, this a, guy's clown. a genuine clown. Yeah. So he's he's not anybody who I think is even close to the level of smart that right. David is, but like, he's just, he's one of those guys that other people know about. Right. And I think Right Wing Watch made famous and right, people watch Right Wing Watch that are on, that are on the right because they want to find these very vocal, very sort of, these people that are like strike points that like have yeah, this- right this very um, loaded language that really speaks to the sort of the, the sort of deep down gears of what it means to be that, yeah. you know? And I think that they, that they seek this stuff out. So they'll seek out this right wing watch stuff and they'll be like, Oh yeah, that guy who's saying that we should lie because it's in our best interest. I want to follow him. Yep. And then they'll yep. just follow him. And this is, this guy is, you know, one of those guys. And I will say too, just to, just to call the elephant in the room, the right also has a handful of carefully selected people of color. Oh, absolutely. No, this guy is a hundred percent that, that, that they have, they, they monetize certain people of color and they do the same thing for women as well. And they, yes, absolutely. And they, they hold those people up as exemplars. Yes. And they, that way they get to sort of hide their racism oh, and yeah. their misogyny behind this sort of, veil that only they believe, right? Yeah. Because what they have is the sort of pseudo intellectual version of, I have a black friend. Sure. As if that somehow shields your, the rest of your racist activity. Was it Herschel Walker who was dogging on black men yeah. being absent fathers? Absolutely. And and Jesse Peterson does this constantly. Was, but, but Herschel Walker was yeah. like, so like, that's what he did. Yeah. That's, and, that's part of how he rose to prominence. And so the, the, that's, that's like his thing. Right. And so, and, and it's one of those things that if you are an insider in that group, mm -hmm. you can say these things and not be a white nationalist. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and so they can, they can rally around that and say, no, look, look at who we found. Right. We, we found a guy who's willing to say all the things the white nationalists right. are saying. He just happens to be black. We found a guy who will take our paychecks. Yeah. And be our fucking shield. They, like there is a certain element that there's like these are kind of like race beards, you know, like you know, like with like a gay person has like a beard, yeah, right. you know. It's like your racial beard. Yeah, it's like somebody that like yeah. you're holding up to sort of hide yeah. the reality of your fucking white nationalist yeah, racist right, bullshit. It's all just bullshit. But they find somebody who can who can tout it.
There's a part of this article I have to read just because it's fucking funny. Peterson's ideas about gender can be eccentric, even by the standards of his compatriots, with Peterson claiming that a woman who orgasms during sex is somehow becoming a man, a practice he frowns upon. This is one of those self-owning moments where <laughs> what is this like? This is like fucking Ben Shapiro talking about how like yeah, a wet how, pussy's how, a disease. He's talking about, man, my fucking wife's pussy's so dry. Right, like, the, so dry. Guys, guys, when you're shitting for six straight hours at a time, do your legs sometimes fall asleep when you're shitting for six? Like when somebody says that, you're just like, what is happening in your life? Why are you, what is going on? I love a guy who calls himself out as being bad in bed. Yeah. Right. And he's like, he's blaming women. Well, look, I haven't been with one of these. Look, I haven't been with one of these women with orgasms. I don't like these manly women with orgasms. <laughs> I mean, not that I ever assumed he would be good in bed. Yeah. But I mean, to call yourself out. Holy shit, dumbass. Holy. And then obviously the manosphere people gobble it up because they're just like, I'm also a selfish lover. I'm also a bad in bed. Wait, hold on a second. You're saying that women can orgasm? (laughs) But what? Why would I bother with that? What? Gross. <laughs> that's amazing, man. What are you gonna treat him like people that's next? Amazing. That's fucking amazing. It's oh, such a God. crazy line where you just think, yikes. Yeah. Fucking yikes. This is like when I feel super sorry for everyone you've ever touched. It, it yes. Seriously, I read this and I thought of when Jordan Peterson relayed the dream about his yeah. grandmother's like, okay, like, yeah, you're talking about pubic your hair or whatever. Dude, Keep that to yourself. What are you saying that Keep for? Keep that to yourself. You could not get that out with enhanced interrogation. You could not get that well, out. Thank you. If this if this was what I thought, you couldn't get this thank out. Thank you. Fucking Jesse the Body Bantura with a fucking rag and a bucket of water <laughs> couldn't get this out of me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Fuck you. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. Out loud in everything. <laughs> Guys, I I don't know what to do for an ad. I mean, I'm the well is dry. Uh, you know, just go to adamandeve.com, use code glory. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and, and when you do, you get through, you get, oh my God, I found it. Oh my God. Hold on. Oh, oh my, oh my gosh. I found one. Uh, wait, hold on. I'm going to get, let me pull over. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. Okay. David, you stay here. I'll be right back. Um, I need a quarter. I need a quarter. Oh, I, I got a quarter. I got a quarter. Okay. Stay right there, baby. Oh, there it is. I found it. I finally found one. It doesn't work. It, do- it doesn't. It doesn't work. Um. Maybe it's just not. Working? It's not. It doesn't work. It doesn't, I'm gonna put a coin in anyway. Let's see if it works. It doesn't even take my coin. Um. Okay. Uh, go to AdamandEve.com and use code Glory. Uh. And and when you do, you get ten free gifts. Uh. Three free gifts. One for you. One for them. One. You'll both enjoy. Um. Six free spicy movies. You know. Uh. Free shipping. Uh, and when oh right when you pick any one item almost any one item you get fifty percent off 
that any one item. So um, that was a bust, but you know, damn it, did I lock my keys in the car? God. Use code gl glory, adamandeve.com. Thank you. Okay, bye. Oh, no, I found my keys. Never mind. Um, babe, baby. <coughs> okay, that. Okay, you proud of me? I found the phone phone booth. The, I mean, pay phone. Um, nothing? Okay, Elmo's song? Condoms. Let's see them. Excuse me? Let me see the condom you plan on putting on my quarterback's weenie. Oh my uh, god! Yes. Holy shit! Just put a baby in me, please. Oh, I don't I'm know. I'm in love that. with you. Oh, good. We could have a really great life together. Zip it, psycho! Find another famous person's life to ruin. Get out! Get out of my house! This story comes from the Star Tribune. The battle for reproductive rights moves to the front register. Unsurprising. This is this is the most, yes, of course, this is beginning to happen yeah. story. A woman at Walgreens uh, went into the Walgreens to buy condoms, and the jackass behind the register was like, yeah, I, I can't sell those to you because of my religious bullshit. And she had to wait and call over a manager. And my favorite part of the story is, like, she had to have a manager called over to ring this shit up. Walgreens supported this guy's decision, yeah. by the way, guys. Yeah. And it's important because it's, yeah, is it is it monstrous and stupid and misogynist that some motherfucker would look at a woman and say, because of my stupid fucking beliefs, I don't want you to have contraception? Yes, 100%. But this is problematic because Walgreens is a pharmacy. Yes. And Walgreens stood behind this guy's decision. And there are going to be family-owned pharmacies there are going to be people in small towns who can't just drive to the next, yeah. you know, CVS yeah. a half a mile down the yeah. road. Right. You know, we are giving people the option now to turn people away, not just for abortion, sure. but for contraception. Yeah. And, and I always say like, you might find something morally objectionable, then just don't do the job. Just do a different job. Yeah. You, here's the thing, man. It's not a job that that required a ton of schooling. It's not a job that you're you're yeah. sunk cost fallacy you're where a you're cashier. so deep you can get into a different it. job. You're a cashier. I mean, like like there's another job out there for right. you where you don't have to be put on the spot and do something that you think is morally reprehensible. That's cool. You don't have to do it. You literally don't have to do it ever again. Don't do it. The worst part about this is the calling out in front of everybody. Yeah, the and, shaming. And it's the shaming. That's yeah. what it's for. It's for shaming. Mm -hmm. I want to shame you in front of everybody. I want everybody to know that my principles are making it so I won't sell this to you. And now I can't even just like let my boss come in and ring this up. No, no, no. Yeah. I've got to get completely wrung out of this register because I don't even want to look at it. I don't even want to be associated with it. I need you to completely. So I need to inconvenience not just you, but everybody who's waiting in line behind you. Yep. Everybody up here, I'm you're stacking up and that's yep. okay because you know what? I want to shame you, not just in front of me. I want to shame you in front of this whole store. I want an audience when I shame you. And that's, so it's, if it takes a little time and I get a bigger audience, 
Yep. Oh, fucking well. Yep. Hey, you know what, Walgreens? I'm never, ever using your store again. How's that? Yeah. I am 100% going to call my doctor if ever I have anything. Because my the, the shop that I use is Walgreens. I will never use it again. I'll Fuck never them. enter that store again. Yep. I'm going to call my doctor and I'll be like, you know what? Send my shit to CVS. And yep. when I hear CVS does this, then I'll be like, send it to the local pharmacy. Right. I'll call, I'll fucking physically call every pharmacy to figure out <laughs> who's who's yeah, letting got jack, jackasses at their register decide their policy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, it's that big a deal because Walgreens, when Walgreens representatives heard about this, they're like, yeah, we stand behind the rights of our employees Fuck you. not to perform transactions Fuck they're comfortable you. with. That's not okay. Your store sells medical supplies. Every single one of those is a right wing talking point. Yeah, there's it's there's not a single person. Yep. There's not nope. a single yep. person on the left that's like, I object to you selling that. No. Nope. What are you going to say? What is? What do you object to them selling? No, nope. I can't think of. I anything. can't think of a single thing. It's only fucking yep. contraception. It's only the like the after pill. It's only shit that like like a They, they want to yep. be fucking yep. judgy about. Yep. Fuck you. Yep. Yeah. This is small this fucking is, government. Fuck you. Yep. That's it. That's fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck Walgreens, man. Yeah, fuck I'm, that. I'm, dude, I'm right there with fuck you. I, I heard the same thing and I was like, yeah, all right. Well, I'm a CVS man. That's yeah, it. Fuck it, man. Because it's it. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna call out your own employees and be like, you know what? Guess and they and they said, yeah, we moved him to so he doesn't have to do that anymore. It's like, well, I don't fucking care. He should have never been doing it in the first yeah, place. You, that should be on your fucking application. Are you willing to yep. give out condoms? No, then get the fuck out of here or, or stock shelves or something else. But I'm not going to put you in a register because now you're going to be shaming our customers. Yeah, I'm sorry, but like if you show up to work and you don't do your job, you should be fucking fired. That's, That's it. how and if jobs you treat, work, right? And I, I mean, this is a this is actually a fairly big deal. What if that person had been the pharmacist? Yeah. No, it's 100% you know, true. What if that person had been, the, what if it'd be the only pharmacist on duty yep. because it's a small fucking store in a yep. rural part of America yep. and they said, you know what, I'm not going to fill your prescription for uh, Mephipristol or however you fucking say it or for Plan B yeah. or for some other, and it doesn't even have to be that. Like, it could be any medication, guys. And, it and could be any is, medication. You were saying when we were on the live stream, you had said that <clears throat> some ulcer control medicines were also used for dual purpose to abort, right? So they yeah. were used as a way to either that's, abort that's what, or, or, yeah. that's what it started off that's as, started. as a stomach ulcer. A stomach ulcer medication. Yeah. And so let's say I have stomach uh -huh. ulcers and I happen to be a woman. Right. And I walk in. Yep. And they say, no, nah, man, can't yeah. give that to you. I don't believe in it. Be like, you don't believe in my stomach ulcer? Yeah. I mean, but there are also, there are also a bunch of states. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like, because there are a bunch of states that have, that are also talking about passing laws or have passed laws that make it illegal for doctors to prescribe medicines, which might result yeah. in a miscarriage. Yeah. So think about this. Like, let's say you're visibly pregnant and you have cancer and you need to go get chemo pills or other medicines that are hundred percent going to end in a miscarriage. Like, but you, it's either that or you're going to die. The, the these laws require you to be in imminent danger so you, it's, they, you, they, are we saying that now it's okay no, they're, they're, for a pharmacist to say, I'm not going to give you your fucking chemotherapy pills yeah, that's, or other medications. Yeah. Cause I can see you're visibly fucking pregnant. Who they, they fucking dispense the medicine. It's a one, it's 100% one more reason to make, to take away autonomy from women. Yeah, that's that's all, it all, is. It is. all it is. It's just one more yes. reason that we get to take autonomy from you. Yep. We not only did it once, we're going to do it again and we're going to do it again and we're going to do it again. Yep. And I don't care that you have cancer. You're not going to, 
Maybe you won't die before you have the baby. That's not whatever. But, you don't have you don't you don't get to make these choices. Yep. You you can't make your own choice. We won't let you do yep. it. That is the if you want to look back at the history of misogyny in America, remember that as racist, and we are so racist, as racist a country as we are, the 14th Amendment gave black men the right to vote. It did not give black people the yeah. right to vote. Yeah. Women of any color didn't get the right to vote until the 19th until the fucking amendment. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like we we are, we still have not passed. The Equal Rights Amendment. The Equal Rights Amendment, which would federally guarantee equal pay, has still not passed. It is not an amendment to the Constitution. We are a deeply misogynist nation. The, the anti-abortion, anti-contraception, all I, I don't know for certain if this pharmacist would have denied selling those condoms well, to a guy, yeah, right? I don't know that maybe, for certain. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? But what I know for certain is... The condoms matter because they protect against disease, but they matter because they protect against pregnancy, and I can't get pregnant. Yep. I can't yep. get pregnant. Yep. That's the end of that story. So, like, the war on women continues, and this is a major loss. And companies like Walgreens that stand behind their employees' misogyny— and the not giving, not not selling contraception is only rooted in misogyny. It's yeah. rooted in right. stay fucking right. pregnant. Sure, yeah. No, why yeah. do I not? Why don't I want you to give contraception? Because I'd rather you were pregnant, yeah. so you're not vying for my job. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yep. I'm a doctor, Larry. Well, he's a pharmacist. Yes, and I'm a doctor. He's a pharmacist. Doctor. Pharmacist. Doctor. Pharmacist. Fine. This story comes from Politico. Biden administration of pharmacies refusing to fill contraception and abortion pill prescriptions could break federal law. So this is part of an executive order that Biden signed, um, pressured pretty hard by Democrats to sign this executive order. Whether or not this actually does anything or has any effect will remain to be seen. But what this does is it sets up um, a legal fight between the Department of Justice and federal officials and these states, yeah, because these pills, these medicines, these are regulated by the FDA, yeah. And if they are FDA approved, and your doctor prescribes them, and then the state says you can't have them, we now have a federal versus state showdown, right? Yeah, which will certainly make its way up the chain to the courts, and then they'll where it will lose the states, yeah, because that's what's going to happen, one hundred percent. But. You got to have the fight. You've got to fight. have the fight. Never let have it the go. Fight. And, and, you know, we, we, we wind up with this, this sort of, it's, it, there's, there's ways to stall. Right. And I think that's what they're trying to do in any way that they can. Yeah. Is they're just trying to stall and trying to keep rights as long as they possibly can in some of these places. They're trying to do it in multiple different states. There's already some fights going on in some of these states back and forth where one judge says yes, one judge says yeah. no, one judge says yes, one judge says no. So they're already trying to just do their best to keep as much rights as possible. But it's it's going to be an uphill battle until something happens on a federal level that can, you know, maybe legalize abortion. But, you know, we are in a position right now where that does not look possible with the current climate that we have. It's just yeah, not possible. I, I don't. So there's already anti-choicers in the House. 
There's not enough to stop it, but there's plenty of Democrat anti-choicers that would that would fight against it. And there's enough in the in the in the Senate that it's a dead deal. That it's a dead deal, and it's dead deal anyway because of the filibuster period. But it's right. a dead deal even if you could get rid of the filibuster. It's probably a dead deal anyway. You still probably wouldn't even have the votes even if you did have people on board with the filibuster. You just don't. You just have such a razor thin margin for the tiniest things. It's just impossible. It is. So you're in you're in a bad way right now. But you know you got to keep trying to fight, and I think that's what they're just doing is just trying to do what they can. And I think you've got to keep creating to your point you get you, the the fight is important because you've got to keep creating bottlenecks and yeah. roadblocks and legal challenges and barriers every day that the every day that somebody is fighting for women's rights somebody is able to get medical care yeah, right. that they need one more person so like it, it it might be a stalling tactic but let's fucking stall, stall you know you like can, you know if there are if there's fucking hordes at the gate and I know they are eventually going to overwhelm me. I don't open the gate and say, Fine. well, fuck it. Fine. Let's die Tuesday instead of Friday. Yeah. I'll die Friday. Thank you. Yeah. Like stall like everything you can, because there's some 10 year old girl in Ohio yeah, needs that help. needs a fucking abortion. Yeah. And then there's, there's people all across the state that yes. need help right now and they need to get it as soon as they can. And if you put a kibosh on it and you just give up, then they don't get any of the help. And there might be a variety of unique legal challenges. It, w one of the things that's interesting is that, you know, a law has, in order for something, and I don't, I'm not a fucking law talking guy, but it seems to me that in order for something to be, go up to the Supreme Court, they, they have to make a ruling. And that ruling is based on the constitutionality, of course, right? That's the Supreme Court's job. So it, Sometimes the courts are reluctant to make certain decisions because they necessarily lead to other decisions. Yeah, yeah. And so there may be unique legal challenges here where the, you know, they might say, hey, look, the, the states have no right to regulate this kind of federal activity. Right, right. And the Supreme Court might say, shit, we don't want to open that up because it opens up this other bigger can of worms. That's always a problem, right? Yeah. And so because it could lead to something else. Right. Yeah. So that sort of domino, legal sort of domino effect. Although I don't think any of those people are that smart. Dude, I don't know, I man. Don't think they're that smart. I they know. feel strategic. Do they? They, they yeah, the, the Supreme Court feels to me really strategic. Okay. If they I they do. Okay. They feel evil. Yeah. But like they do feel I just don't I when I look at, when strategic. I look at certain justices, I think they're not smart enough. Like when I think I look at Brett Kavanaugh, I don't think he's strategic. I think he's voting with his. When yeah. I look at Amy Coney Barrett, I think she's just voting for. I do too. Ones. So those two, but it might be that there's yeah. more str strategy. For Somebody the else is that probably driving the strategy, smarter. right? But I don't think that either of those. When I look at either of those, I think they're they're they they look like the id of the Supreme Court. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. I do. I think that that I actually I I feel the same read that you feel. I think that those guys are just shills. Yeah, they're just fucking legal hack political shill motherfuckers yeah. who, by the way, can't eat at Morton's. Right. Good. Um, yeah, good. Like, can we Fuck talk about Morton's that Morton's thing? Quick. Yeah. Fuck Morton's. Fuck Morton's too. Morton's. Yeah. You, I'll never go to a Morton's. I went, I went oh, years ago. It was, it was very, very boring. Fuck Morton's. So, yeah. So if you guys didn't follow this, like Brett Kavanaugh went to Morton's Steakhouse and protesters found out he was at the steakhouse. They showed up outside the steakhouse. Outside the steakhouse. Right. Where they have a right to protest. Outside the steakhouse. Yep. And they protested. Nobody came in and spit on his food. Nobody flipped his table over. Right. Nobody lit Nobody the building threatened on his life. fire. They literally just stood outside and they protested. Yep. But they made him feel the big feels, which this, he, like, he, good. He got the big frown that he had when he was, like, 
like shake crying when they yeah, were talking right. about his beer or whatever. And just fucking yeah. Tobin and Squee were Tobin there at his table and, and they weren't able to save him. They weren't able to eat the au jus or something, <laughs> whatever. And so, but he Morton's- He had to leave out the back. He did. He, he, had, his, he, had, his, he had to he had escape out the back without his, dessert. His cheesecake, his mile high cheesecake <laughs> he couldn't eat or whatever. Yeah. And Morton's came out and said, everybody has the right to enjoy a nice dinner in privacy. No, they don't. And they shouldn't have happened. No, and I was like, fuck you. What are you no, talking don't. about? What do you mean? We don't have a right to privacy, asshole. Don't, they took it away. You literally, literally took that took away. away. That's why the away. protesters are they here. They took it away. They took it away already. So fuck you. Yep. Like, like live with what you did. Yes. You know, uh, you, yep. you, you're the one who's saying there's no privacy. Well, then fucking live with that. Yes. Oh, what do you, you don't like it when somebody fucking you know, interrupts your dinner? Too fucking yeah. bad. Oh, you don't like when people interfere with the function of your life that should yeah. be your own personal yeah, fucking business? decision. Oh, oh I, you, I'm messing with your decision on where you want to eat? Sorry. Oh, is your decision some kind of holy thing? Fuck, Fuck you. you. Fuck you. Never enjoy a good meal again. Fuck yeah, you. I, I make, genuinely make his life miserable. miserable. Don't check him out. When they come in, when he comes into your, your place, don't check him out. Yep. Yeah. Every, every doing it at fucking Walgreens, do it somewhere else, right? Yep. When is there ever like one of these moments where like somebody actually like does it for like principles of how bad a person is. I know, man. It's always like, oh, well, my religion. I'd be like, no, you're an asshole. That's why I'm not checking you out. That's it. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with me. It has everything to do with you. Yep. Fuck you. Fuck you personally. Fuck yep. you. I, I j just 100%, man. We should tweet out everywhere these people are yeah. at. Everywhere. There's, like, a, there's, a, everywhere. there's a Twitter account that popped up that said, we will we will send you, if you find them, we will send you a, like a $100 Visa gift card. Good. Send it, tell us where they're Good. at. If it's confirmed, you get a hundred dollar Visa gift Fucking card. Fucking a. Put bounties on any it. one of these six. Because guess what they're yep. doing they're, in Texas. Thank you. Yes. Right? Yep. That's what they're doing in Texas yep. when they when a, when someone makes a decision. A decision to do something, they immediately have some fucking ass, some random asshole could be like, I'm gonna sue the Uber driver, I'm gonna sue the guy over here, I'm gonna sue this person, that person, this person. They could sue a bunch of people with yep. bounties. Well, hey, if somebody happens to fucking have a bounty. Hey, Supreme Court said that was fine. Look, dickheads, there's no right to eat at Morton's and you're written in the fucking constitution. Yeah, I didn't see it in there. I didn't, I'm sorry. There's nothing in there. I don't, you shouldn't be able to I was just drive about. anywhere for groceries, take a yeah. vacation, check into a hotel, go to a fucking if the, dinner. If you Brett should Kavanaugh's, not be able to leave your house. If Brett Kavanaugh's behind you in traffic, you should get out of your car and sit on the fucking hood. Fucking A, dude. You should get out of your car and sit on the hood. We, all six of those motherfuckers, and I, and I genuinely, truly, if you ever see them anywhere, tweet it out. Yeah. Immediately tweet it out. Everybody should blast where these fuckers are at every moment of the day. They should be able to do nothing yeah. privately. Until they nothing. until they change their mind on privacy. Yep. Once you change your mind on privacy, then I'm willing I'll to respect, respect yours. You. I'll respect you. But it turns out that you took so much privacy away from over 50% of the people in this country. So what, why should off. I care? Yep. Why should I convince me to care yep. by changing your decision? You no, know, let's let's pass a fucking amendment. Yeah, that says we have a fucking right to privacy. You though. know, and that's the thing is, and that's the thing is, like, watch what happens though. Someone's gonna pass a law that's gonna make it so that you can't like talk about these people or protest these people or go to their houses or whatever right. like they were doing. They're going to make a law to protect these these guys. They're going to do some kind of law or something. And if it shows up in front of them, they're already motivated to vote for it. How yeah. can they even be unbiased about that if it shows up I in know. front of them? I know. Right? But you know, the 
one good thing about something like the internet is it can be pretty fucking hard to figure out who's tweeting some stuff sure. out. Yeah. With like a fucking bot account and a VPN. Yeah. It's like, yeah, fuck you. That's who. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, man. I I I completely agree. Fuck those people. Yep. Fuck those people. Until they instill back into our our government uh right to privacy. They shouldn't get it. Why should you have they a why should you have a right I don't have? I agree. Fucking equal equal shit for yeah. everybody. Sorry, man. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to enjoy your fucking medium well steak. <laughs> oh well. You all six of them eat it with ketchup. You know a hundred percent they overcooked them. it at Morton's. You know yep. they overcooked it. Yep. You know they came and they out with some garbagey seasoned salt. Overcooked and it was fucking full of like weird, like it tastes like it tastes like a like somebody smoked in the room or something. It's gonna have that <laughs> yes. flavor where you're like, "Why? Wow, what it's is that? Fucking acrid. What is that? Lemon pepper on there? What did you do? <laughs> Send it back." <laughs> Delightful. This is from so the uh, God blog at Daily Dot. Uh, conservatives rage after once again discovering rage against the machine is against them. It's so funny. Do Jesus they, Christ. Do they not know? I mean, come on, man. Look, rage Against the Machine is a band from the 90s yeah. that during the Clinton administration, they were up in arms, not because they were right wing, but because they were further left than Way the Clintons. Than right. the Clintons. Yeah. Like, read a lyric. Yeah. Read a one lyric. Yeah. The fucking, like, the, I fucking forgot his name, but the fucking lead singer yeah. is a fuck, he's got a fucking poli sci degree from Harvard. Yeah. Um, actually, Tom Morello has the bachelor's in social studies and, you know, focus on poli sci. He's the guitarist of Rage Against the Machine. Zach De La Rocha has a um, PhD in anthropology. So, that's just, you know, Okay. Like, these are not non-political. Read a lyric once. What? Read it one what? time. Read it one time. Watch the videos. Do you remember the fucking videos? Like, Rage Against the Machine videos are super fucking political. Listen, buy the CD with the burning monk on it. What do you think that's about? What? Well, they just like burning people. Yeah. Like burning man, Tom. <laughs> burn burning it down. Man. We like burning Burn man. it all down, burn man. It, man, it's cool. No, the fucking, the, it's so funny to watch these people. In the 90s, it was late, no, it was 2000s. So Bush is in at that point. They kicked him off the stage at uh, Saturday Night Live because they came out with an upside down American flag behind him. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. And upside down, they started playing and then they saw the American flag and they're like, nope. And they just fucking closed. They're like, nope. 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 Close up shop. Nope. Uh, the I, I, that's how I remember it happened. I don't remember if it's possible. I it, maybe I'm it's possible I'm misremembering it. Sure. But it was years ago, but I just remember I, there I was think a, I remember the same thing. There was thing. something about an upside down flag that them getting taken off of a show, as I recall. So I, I, maybe I'm wrong on the show, maybe I'm wrong on the whatever, yeah, but I, think I, I remember vaguely thing, remember it. But you know, like this is a group of people that were like really, 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 really far left. Farther yeah, left, farther left, way farther left than fucking than the Bush era. 
right. way farther left than the Bush era. And that's when they got, that's when they dropped a bunch of stuff. So man, I don't know how you listen to them during that era, like back in the day and not realize. I have no fucking what, idea. What do you think? Tell me what you think the machine is. Yeah, right. I really just do me a favor. Dude. Just tell me what, you, what do you think the machine is? Because it's got to be the most delightful answer to that question oh my for God. people who oh are my upset. God, I know. Can you imagine what they're figuring out the machine is? I, I For the first dude, time. This would be like the left trying to co-opt Kid Rock. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where it's or like. Ted Nugent. Yes. We're, right. We just think, yeah, Ted Nugent. He's always been a lefty, right? Yeah. Ted oh, yeah. Ted Nugent's a lefty. Fuck that dude is like, he's, he's on our side. Dodger. He's gotta be a lefty. I thought he right? was dating AOC. Didn't he piss in his own mouth to, do, to avoid <laughs> the draft or something? Didn't he like shoot it up in the air like a fountain and like, <laughs> ah, like just gobbled it down? What the? This yeah. is. That guy's farther left than everybody. Are you oh, kidding me? It's Ted Nugent. It's, it's, it's Ted fucking, Nugent. It's old progressive Ted. I literally, what is, I can't think of a single song Ted Nugent sings. Hot, no, I don't either. Hot Blooded, maybe? Is that his song? I. Cecil, I, I don't remember. know any Ted I, okay. Nugent. I'm sure we now know a Ted Nugent gonna, song. Gonna Look up a Ted Nugent it. song. It's like, there's something about fever or something. There's like a hot song in there, as I recall. Like, like a hot sauce song? Like a hot sauce song about something Ted Nugent. What I need is like, all right, top 10 classic Ted Nugent songs. Motor City, Madhouse, never heard it. Stormtrooper, never heard it. Fred Bear, never heard it. Great White Buffalo, never heard of it. Free For All, I think I have heard. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Mind, never heard it. Wall, Wall, Wango Tango? I know. Wang Dang, Sweet Poo Tang? No, I don't know that one. Sh Stranglehold. Cat Scratch Cat Fever! Scratch fever. I knew there was a fever. Okay. There was a fever for the flavor of a Cat Scratch Fever. I had that song mixed up with the made-up song from Almost Famous. Did okay. you see that movie uh, Almost yeah, Famous? Decades ago. I don't remember it. So. There, I like that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool, cool soundtrack too. Like Almost Famous, there's a made-up band and they have a made-up fever song. <laughs> and I had that mixed up with this fever song. Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs> God damn. Anyway, so that's the only Ted Nugent song what I have. Fucking it's tool. clearly, he's clearly a lefty. Clearly. Yeah, oh, it's very, yeah. Just like Rage is a fucking like right wing. Yeah, the old, old right wing Rage Against the Machine. Next year at CPAC, you expect to have <laughs> Rage Against the Machine open up. I, I open love up for Trump. How uh, fucking butthurt they are so to find good, this dude. out. It's so good. It's and there, so good. I've seen like tweets. I'm sure you've seen them too, where people are like, oh, now we're getting political rage. And it's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, Literally every song. Now we're good. It's now. It's just now. Who no. do you think the bulls are yeah. that are on the parade? <laughs> 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 what is happening? Oh, man. How do people what listen forces, to music? What forces do you think they were talking about? Some of them are in forces. Huh? Do you remember that? Uh, are I, the same that burn crosses? Do you remember that line? Yeah, but I thought that was about like yeah. stormtroopers yeah, and about, like, yeah, just, uh, that was a Jedi reference. I, actually, I thought it was a reference to church. You know? <laughs> there's, a, there's incense, there's a cross. Holy shit. Yeah, holy shit is it church? So it's got the whole thing. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. <clears throat> hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the walls and the mozzarella sticks? You mean shenanigans? No. Oh. So I love this story so much. The story comes from the Washington Post. Pregnant woman given HOV ticket 
argues fetus as passenger post Roe. You know, the thing is, is this person's not an activist, right? They right. didn't do this specifically as an activist to try to start shit. They did it because they were running late. Right. So, and they even come out and admit it. But even if it has unintended consequences of making people think about this in a different way, yeah. that's how it should be thought about. I think that this needs to be thought about in those ways, in those corner case ways that push people and make people uncomfortable. Make 100%. people uncomfortable yep. with them controlling you with your body. Make them feel uncomfortable about it and hurt them. Hurt them in the pocketbook is yep, what I said. That's it. And this is yep. taking money out of the, it's taking money away from the state, which the state doesn't like. You could do this when it comes to insurance and other things where yep. you're suddenly, you're suddenly making these weird gray areas where you're saying, no, nah, man, you're saying it's a person. Well, if it's a person, then I had this miscarriage. Where's my life insurance or something? You know what I mean? Like I'm, yeah, I'm no. saying that I don't think that that's possible, but you know yeah, what I mean? Is I, what I'm, I, I do. I, I'm, I'm building off that. It's like we were talking about earlier, which is, you know, if legally one thing is true, other things necessarily yeah, follow in many cases. It ties up. Yeah. Right. So if we are saying that a fetus is a, is a fully legal human being, then all kinds of interesting shit must therefore also be true, right? So like, should people have a, uh, should, should they get a child tax credit? Yeah. Before the child is born? Yeah, absolutely. They should, should, as soon as you're pregnant, should you get a social security number? Absolutely. You know, right now, the way it works is it, the, the, on the, on when the moment a child is born, that is the date. And for that year, you get a child tax credit for the full year. So it's not like prorated. So if you have a kid on December 31st. And you had a kid in December. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. You so a, you get a right child tax credit yeah. for the whole year, yeah. right? So, and if you ever get pregnant and it miscarries, you should still get the child tax credit. Yeah. Because if you have a child and it dies yeah. that same year, you get the you get the tax credit. This is big dollars, guys. This adds up to billions and billions of dollars the federal government is going to have to fucking deal with. You got to do shit like that. I think also if it's legally a person, we've got to start making a case like, look, pregnant child support begins immediately. Yeah. Let's put let's put some of the financial burden on the backs pregnancy of somebody other than women. Pregnancy isn't cheap, right? Pregnancy is expensive. Yeah. And if, if you're not there, yeah. How's one person supposed to how's one person supposed to do all that work leading up to it and then not have the child? Yep, yeah, absolutely. You know I mean, like, like you, you should be if you if you leave before then, now you're on the hook. Let's, I think I think it's a legitimately like if, sure. if if somebody's pregnant and you're not gonna stick around and she can't get an abortion, you need to be financially on the hook. If that thing, if if that fetus is legally a person, all kinds of shit yeah. necessarily has to follow. Yeah. And I think we need to push that envelope to your point in ways that cost money, it costs money to people, people that don't want to spend mind. it. If it costs money, people are going to change their mind. You inconvenience business in this country, yep. things get changed, man. Yep. Things get changed. And so that's what I think you do. And you know, you inconvenience big businesses with big lobbies, like insurance lobbies and shit. Sure. Yep. That'll be rough for them. Yes, it will. Mean? So so I, I think that this is one of those stories. It's one of those stories that's kind of funny. And I don't think this person meant for it to be like that. No. But it's such a great, it's such a great uh observation. And I'll be perfectly frank, even if I wasn't somebody who was pro-choice, I would still think that a pregnant lady should probably use the HOV lane. Get the HOV lane. And I, I love that she's been pregnant. This is her fourth, this is her fourth, and she's driven she's the driven HOV, HOV lane like every, every time. time. I think it's great because, you know being pregnant is super uncomfortable and there's things pressing on inside your body in ways yep. that most people don't have to deal with. So what if she has to pee? Right. 
You know, yeah. shouldn't she be in the HOV lane or whatever? Right. So she's less likely to be inconvenienced. I just, even if I'm not pro-choice, I still think I maybe like we should just open pregnant, the HOV. Just get in the fucking yeah. HOV lane. Yeah. It's if, fine. But if it makes a point and they say that's a person now and then they cut back, then yep. I'm willing to say no HOV lane. I just love this. Yeah. I just absolutely yeah. adore this. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons, Joe, Ira, Christine, Kaylee, Mike, LB Shreve, but junk still waiting for a legendary multi-part long-form deep dive Jeez. on karaoke law. Samantha, Jaina, Zoe, the puppy's pug's best friend, Kyle, HMP Hansen, Thomas, the chef, Caitlin, Allison, Tracy, Penelope, Avogadro, the mole. Mm, that's, that's a good, good one. I like that one. Dave, Joe, Ira, and Christy, and the people who up their pledges, Kevin, Dan OG, and Navy Dave. We appreciate all you patrons. We want to let you know, <laughs> Tom and I have on the calendar, next weekend, we're probably going to be uh, reading and talking about the first seven chapters of the book, uh, Rise of the Warrior Cop by Radley Belko. We will be talking about it uh, on a patron-only episode. So if you're not a patron, you want to hear that episode, you need to become a patron. Uh, we are going to be talking about it as the book club. It's going to be opening up. Uh, like we are hoping it's probably going to drop the last week of July. Keep your eye out for our patrons. So Tom, we got a little bit of email, but we want to play a voicemail first. Yeah. This is uh, from Jackie. Hey guys, big fan of the podcast. I was just listening to your most recent episode in the section where you are talking about um, the documentary after Tiller. And you mentioned there are only four providers in the country that will do those third trimester abortions. Um, that really shocked me. Um, in my head, I had always thought that the third trimester abortions were an induced birth um, because you have to give birth at that point. Um, and I got to Googling and I couldn't really find anything with that number. So I was just hoping you could send me your source just so that when I'm making that claim, I have something to back it up other than, oh, I heard it on a podcast. Again, really love the show. You guys are doing fantastic. Um, I look forward to it every week. Thanks. All right. So um, I guess I guess I'm going to offer uh, something that's you heard about it from I heard about it, right? Which is I would encourage you to watch the documentary after Tiller. It's available, I think, on Prime or Netflix. I don't remember which one I watched it on. Um, but you are right. They they do have to actually go through a labor process. The according to the documentary after Tiller, the abortion is performed. Um, so essentially the fetus is euthanized and then the labor is induced, and then the woman has to go through a labor process to deliver the fetus. So um, that's that's how they do the third trimester abortions. So the right likes to paint it as if they do it in the opposite direction, which is where they go through a labor process and actually, you know, give birth or at the penultimate moment prior to delivery, yeah. then then there's a euthanization process. But that's not that's not the case, actually. They inject the fetus, euthanize the fetus, and then they induce labor after that, and then they go through this process. So, but if you if you watch the movie after Tiller, um, they'll they interview all four of them at length. That's the that's what the documentary is about. After I watched it, I did Google to find out if maybe there were more, 
um, because that documentary was from 2015, which is admittedly seven years ago. Um, And I was not able to find it through my Googling, which I spent maybe 10 minutes on. I don't want to pretend I spent hours. But at least in a fairly cursory search, I did not see any other third trimester abortion providers. So um, if after Tiller is still accurate from 2015, there are four providers of third trimester yeah. abortions. And America. I would suspect too, that in the <clears throat> in the credits of that, you could probably find, or actually if you find a website that's based on it, you may be able to find some of their sources as well. Yeah, probably. So, uh, so I, would, I would maybe start there and take a look, uh, but it's a popular documentary. It's and a if, great and, documentary. And here's the thing, if it was something that wasn't, that was, that was easily disputed, someone would have disputed it by now. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I just encourage you to watch the documentary. It's worth your time. Uh, it, it really is well done. Got several messages about uh, my cat passing away. My cat died. It didn't pass away. We 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 killed it, although it was going to die later than the day. We we had it euthanized, um, but it was going to die later in the day. And a bunch of people sent me messages uh, saying, you know, the uh, just reaching out and telling me, you know, how sorry they were. Thank you so much for the for the messages. It was very difficult on my family. Young cat, so it was tough, yeah. way tough. Um, we had we've had some young cats go and it's always tougher when the older ones go you kind of expect it right when at 13 14 sure. you expect yeah. it but when they're when they're young you don't expect it and so it was a very difficult time and we appre- I appreciate everybody who reached out to me thank you so much got an excellent image this is of Rudy Giuliani we're going to post on this week's show notes you're not going to want to miss this thank you Seth for sending it in uh we got a message uh this is from uh Baphomet's best buddy besides Basil Bub That's they great. said Quick book club question. Is Ian involved in scheduling it? Just wondering if I should really look forward to it this year. Yikes. (laughs) Fucking yikes. Ouch. Careful. Ian controls the back end of a lot of things. Baphomet's basil bub. You better watch out there. Uh, We got a message from Phoenix. And Phoenix says, one of you guys said something to the effect of there isn't a far left or that the Overton window has been moved so that people like you are far left. Respectively, Respectfully, that's not accurate. And then they send a message about people who are farther left than us. They send a, a podcast uh, uh, that shows that people are farther left than us. Well, I never said that there wasn't anybody farther left than us. I just said that the Overwin sh- Overton window shifted so that it appears as if we are far leftist, right. but there are people people that are way farther left than Tom Massively and I. Massively so. Way farther left than Massively Tom and I. Massively so. And so I, I don't want, I want to make sure that, that that's understood. There are uh, way more people in the uh, in the country that are farther left than us. It just turns out that when people envision what the far left is nowadays, they don't even think about those people. They think about real simple things. That's yeah. how the Overton window works, right? right. Is that yeah. is that it? It starts making things that that are yes. that are almost centrist seem like they're far leftist ideals. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, it's we've gotten to the point where centrist idea, European centrist ideas are considered far left yeah. ideas yeah. in America uh, because uh, things have shifted is a so far. Perfect example of this, right, exactly. Right? To say that that's a far leftist ideal is a, is a silly right. thing. Yeah. It's not, almost every country in the world has universal health care. We're the only ones that don't do it. And to say that that's a, like a dangerous leftist ideology means that the Overton window has shifted far enough so that enough people in the country think it's that's true, yes. even yep. if it's not. So that's what that is. It, 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 maybe you don't understand the Overton window or maybe you didn't hear me correctly, but, but I never said that no one is farther left than us. Right. Got a message about the oak curls that we use. We, we on the stream... If you guys don't watch the stream every week on the stream, we we most weeks we 
we take a look at some whiskey. And recently we started bottling uh, uh, mash bill whiskeys that are of very expensive whiskeys. That turns out that these are the cheaper versions of those whiskeys that are not that are not barreled as long. And we've been putting these charred oak curls in them and, 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 and putting them in mason jars and then saving them for weeks. And then they taste very different after we've inserted these curls, these oak curls into them. Tom, someone is asking what the curls are. Yeah, so you can get these. Um, I ordered them from Amazon because I was lazy. You can get them at like craft brew supply stores. They're actually probably cheaper if I remember. I used to buy them at craft supply stores. They're about $10. They're barrel aged in a bottle. Oak, uh, oak infusion spirals is yeah. what they're called. So, but barrel aged in a bottle is the brand. So this week on uh, on our live stream, we watched over two hours worth of footage on the January 6th hearing. So you can check that out. It's on the live stream that we did this last week. If, you, if you're missing these, we're getting, you know, a lot of people in chat are having conversations. They're enjoying us watching these. If you haven't watched these yet, go check them out. They're really fun. And uh, we do talk over them a little, but we don't talk over them throughout the whole no, thing. Right. We let a lot of it play. We'll we'll pause it occasionally and have a little conversation and, and sometimes get very angry about it. But if you get a chance and you're interested in watching these particular hearings, you can catch them. We are recording and we are actually running a live stream an hour earlier than yeah, we normally would. Right. We started eight at eight instead of nine. And any week that there is one of these hearings, chances are we will be starting an hour earlier so we can watch part of the hearing or most of yep. the hearing. Next week, there's one, so we'll probably start at 8 o'clock again. All right, well, that is going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.